Hello and welcome to episode 119 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, uh, Brody. Hello. And making his return, been a while, Medi. Hello, everybody. How you doing, Medi? It's been a while since you've last been on the Startcast. Uh, why don't you tell us like what sort of games you've been playing recently? I'm, I'm yet to kind of catch up with you in that regard. Um, yeah, it has been a while. I think now a couple of weeks ago was my last cast. Oh, really? Um, oh, mate, was it while I was away? It might have been. Oh, uh, yeah, was Matt was hosting. Uh... Oh, gosh. Oh, that's that was right. Yeah, it was the disaster, disaster cast, that, yeah. That might have <laughs> even been the one that didn't go to air. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, really? I think that's it. <laughs> that's the missing yeah. episode. <laughs> the, um, the lost episode. Uh, I've been playing episode. quite a bit. I've been uh, playing some uh, Forza and Gran Turismo. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, you've been playing both, have you? Uh, yeah, both. Got to compare, man. Okay. Compare. Which is your favorite, then? Um, the, the thing is, like, they're inherently different games. Like, Gran Turismo is very different from what I've used to. Like, Forza right. is really the traditional campaign-based racing game. Like, you can just... Sure. A, a casual player could get into it and just have fun. Gran Turismo is a bit more complicated because it now everything is based on the online aspect of it. And, like, the offline aspect is basically training for that. So, I'm not really into online racing, mm. so I'm really just still getting the hang of everything. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And uh, how are you enjoying Shadow of War? Uh, Shadow of War is so good. Like, I like the first one, but uh, this one is just... It feels like the shifts from Assassin's Creed 1 to Assassin's Creed 2. Like, they really right. got out of a lot of the issues, and it's just a lot more fun to play in general. Yeah. I wish I'd picked up Shadow of War, like, when it came out, I think. Because uh, I found myself kind of last night like looking for something to play, which seems crazy because there's so much that's kind of come out recently. I've just not really picked up much. Like, come Friday, I'm definitely going to be playing Wolfenstein. Um, but I think I kind of maybe missed the boat on Shadow of War. I should have picked that up at the time. Maybe that's something I will get around to playing in the new year. Um, but I am keen to play it. It does sound like my, my cup of tea. Anyhow, shall we uh, get on to the show, we'll jump into the news. Uh, let's start off with a fun one. Animal Crossing, Poca- po- sorry, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is available in Australia right now. Uh, it's already available for download on the Google Play Store, uh, but there's no current word on the iOS, uh, the iOS version. Um, it wasn't meant to be coming out until late November, but seems to be out now. It was just kind of announced, uh, I think, last night, really, wasn't it? Um, have you either of you guys downloaded it yet? Uh, personally, no, I haven't because no. I'm I suppose Medi's in the same position as me. It's not not being in Australia, yeah, so not able to download it yet. I I jumped onto the the Play Store and it, to see if it had come out here as well, and it's still just pre registration. Um, and you do you mm. not have an Android, Brody? Is that no? I no, I don't. I'm yeah. Apple guy, so. Yeah, I can't, I think can't get Shannon's my hands on the it same yet. boat. It will be uh, be steaming. Um, well, what what mm. are your thoughts about it anyhow? Are you excited for an Animal Crossing game? Are they uh, do they take your fancy? Um, I've never played an Animal Crossing game before because I'm still fairly just getting back into Nintendo sort of. So I kind of missed sure. Animal Crossing. Sure. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it sort of does pique my interest. I, I guess it, is it sort of like a. Uh, I don't want to compare it to like Stardew Valley, but is it like something like that where you sort of farm for things? It's a simulation, like... I think. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> the best way to describe it. Like, yeah. it's kind of if The Sims were all sort of animals and whatnot. Oh, okay. I, it's I, th- I think it's a cute. bit simpler, but yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I guess it, it it depends on how heavy and how thick they lay on. Like, obviously, it's going to be free to play. So, it, uh, uh-huh. I'm not a real big fan of those sort of games where you got to like like farm things and then wait for cooldowns and stuff like that. Like I, I understand that's the nature of it, but those sort of games don't really appeal to me. Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't have that sort of like cooldown mechanic in there. I don't know if they do. I, th- I know I th- there I, are, I, there's like microtransaction elements to it, but. I've already seen uh, like there's someone put up a a gif or a gif however you say it sure. of um of them uh like shaking a tree to get apples and then mm-hmm. like a three hour timer like pops up <laughs> on the tree uh, yeah yeah that's, so yeah that's it's that sort of thing that sort of just irks me and kind of puts me off it a little bit like I, mean, I understand I suppose, it. If it I takes think time about to, it that it was d- kind of built into the ma- Animal Crossing it makes sense in the past they just didn't have a yeah, physical it, timer on them. And it takes time for tr- apples to grow, so that's fair enough, I guess. But mm. I just feel like it, it probably won't be limited to just, like, fruit on trees, I guess. I think it'll be laid on pretty thick throughout the rest, yeah. of, the, rest of the game. they got to make yeah, money what, somehow, I guess. What do you make of this, Matty? Like, uh, Nintendo have been actively trying to get into the mobile market for a couple of years now. Is this the sort of, like, next logical step, do you think? Um. I think as far as the industry goes, it's like going to be a side thing. Like, I think that their mobile platform also comes from a moment in time where they had to diversify. Like, um, uh-huh. when did Mario Run come out exactly? Like, that was the first one, right? Last year, I think. Early this year, last year? Yeah. I think last year. Last, last year, yeah. It was before the Switch came out and before it really took off. Um, I think now, like, Mario 1 was that proof of concept where Nintendo now knows, okay, we can make money out of this, uh-huh. but yeah. it's not like going Pokemon to be Go their, as well. yeah, but it's not going to be their primary concern, like, it's basically like, okay, some extra pocket change, like, that's what it mm. is, because, like, the Switch is now, obviously, it's, it's booming, you know, it's their mm-hmm. success in the console, and, yeah, handheld market is back. So mm. I think it really it was a plan B that worked out, but I don't see it as a big focus for them. Like every few months they'll throw out a game. Maybe at one point we'll get a mobile Metroid or anything. You know, maybe the some smaller titles. But I don't think for the industry, like for the Nintendo or the Microsoft or Sony, it's not really going to be a huge concern in that front. Mm. Mm. But it's certainly a good way anything, to leverage their existing properties for a little bit extra cash, though, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and and it probably helps, like if they have like an Animal Crossing game in the works on the Switch, uh-huh. like uh, it, it helps like get that name out there to a more casual and wider spread Marketing audience as synergy, well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Essentially. Mm. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, I know there's a lot of people excited about it, so uh, I wanted to let people know that they can download that now. Uh, but let's move on and uh, and talk about NeoGAF, because NeoBa- NeoGAF is back online uh, three days after being shut down following the departure of moderators prompted by sexual harassment allegations directed towards the owner, Evil Law. Uh, NeoGAF has returned with a statement from Evil Law. Uh, he's denied the allegations made by former X and vows that the forum will return to its former glory. He's also stated that the forum will go on uh, in a more dedicated gaming fashion, focusing less on its extremely popular off-topic section. Um, just as a as a note, uh, I want to say that it's important that these allegations be investigated and are properly dealt with. Uh, but on the topic of NeoGAF's return, uh, are you glad to see it back? We were talking about this a bit before the show, Mehdi. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on NeoGAF coming back? Yeah, I obviously don't really think that NeoGAF has a future anymore. Like I've um, I've been a member of NeoGAF for a couple of years, and the past few days have been really weird in that regard. Like, um, but the the problem the problem with NeoGAF as a whole is that the allegations that were made here aren't really the first to have happened like NeoGAF has often been a victim of over like the mods being overprotective or like influence from the administrator over mods people being uh, given special privilege over others and a lot of I say a lot of people are being have been censored not 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 even as of late but have always been like uh, NeoGAF has a, there is a large part of NeoGAF that is a great community, and I'm like, I'm happy to be a part of the people that actually do see the problem now and are moving on from NeoGAF itself. Like, the problem with Uh NeoGAF returning is the fact that management hasn't changed. Like, if the allegations are true or not, like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to discuss that. I'm not going to judge about that. I don't have all the facts. But the Mm. thing I do know is that there has been a history with dubious behavior in the administrator side. And that's also a large reason why most of us have left. Why a lot of people are going to move on to the upcoming new form, uh, Resetera. A lot of people from uh, NeoGAF are setting that up as of this moment. Because I think that the NeoGAF name has just been tainted, and the fact that we're actually, that they restart without the off-topic part of the site, I don't think that's um, a positive development, because why is there no off-topic? What was the problem with that? Like, the problem wasn't in the community, the problem was in leadership, so why is there no off-topic section to discuss all these things like even in the main forums like apparently you can't discuss politics anymore like the problem Mm -hmm. was never discussing politics the problem was accepting people's views and thoughts and being civil about it like all these decisions seem like they're just being set up to censor discussion about the about the topic at hand which are these events and I mm. think that's I think that's ultimately why NeoGAF I, I think it doesn't have a place anymore. Like especially now, if you take a look at the forum, a lot of the threads are simply people it's riot. Still, like 
dead threads are being revived by people just simply suiciding their accounts. Uh, a lot of the existing threads, like some of the comments made by people about the allegations, like holy, so like a lot, a lot of people. Uh, there's a lot of victim blaming going on, and even as I said, I don't know all the facts. I don't know if everything is true. But a lot of people are simply defending the whole concept of sexual harassment. Like, I, I can't get my hand, head around that. Like, even if we don't have all mm. the facts. Um, like, like I, I can't openly support a website that condones actions like that. Even if it isn't true. Like, simply mm. defending the concept. Like, I think the industry needs to move on from that. Like, we've had a lot of stuff happening in the industry as of late like everything started with the harvey weinstein uh with the harvey weinstein case and it's moved on into the gaming industry as well yeah. and i think like sexual harassment is something we should take seriously and it's good Absolutely. that this has come to light like that we st we start noticing these things and i think the fact that NeoGAF is going on with the same leadership. That's a really tone-deaf response as to what the actual problem in the situation is. Yeah, and NeoGAF, like, obviously hasn't sort of... is no stranger to controversy, and there's been ugliness that's sort of gone on there in the past. Sure. Um, but, Brody, do you think that's sort of unavoidable in sort of an internet forum this day and age? Is that sort of inescapable anywhere you go? Do you think that NeoGAF still serves any purpose? Um, I, yeah, I do think that sort of toxicness and all that sort of, not toxicness, that's not a word, toxicity, um, is sort of unavoidable on the internet. It, it is, but it shouldn't exist in terms of your administration. Um, as as Medi was saying, like if if it's being run by people who are just, uh, you know, like ignorant to it and just decide to always constantly sweep it under the rug. Obviously, as we say, we don't know the actual facts and all that sort of stuff. But given that there's a history of this sort of thing with um evil law and all that sort of stuff, I tend to sort of um like I'm I'm as bad as anyone. I'll I'll, I'll condemn him based on that alone because. Mainly because he took so long to sort of, yeah, I don't know. Um, the the statement really, did really, take a long time to be released. Yeah, it took it took like well over twenty four hours or something. But anyway, that that's that's beside the point. Um, I do think NeoGAF is probably probably done. Like I can't see, like a, a lot of the the big heavy hitter sort of users have moved on, all the mods have moved on. So I just think we'll find somewhere else to post up and then yeah go from there i mean i'll miss it in the regards of it was good for uh you know breaking news and stuff like that but um i was never really a big user of it anyway i was always more of a lurker i never really contributed to it so mm. um if if that's the sort of uh i know not all the users there uh would support that and that's evident because there's been like a mass exodus but even if that sort of attitude is still underlying there by the people who remain then yeah i definitely don't want any part of it yeah yeah my hope is that the good aspects and sort of uh good portion of the community that existed on neogaf 
sort of accumulate elsewhere and we still sort of get yeah. that that positive discussion taking place and, and if it can move away from some of the ugliness that NeoGAF has previously been associated with. But uh, yeah, I think that's probably all we've got to, to say on that regard. So let's move on uh, again and talk about LEGO Dimensions. Because um, it's a sad day for me. It's a very sad day for me. Uh, it made the shortlist <laughs> my game back in year in back in 2015. Uh, but Lego Dimensions is officially dead. Uh, Warner Bros. have officially confirmed that Lego Dimensions is no more after the release of the last packs. There will be no more Lego Dimension figures or packs released in any form. Um, first to you, Medi. Uh, are you sad to see Lego Dimensions go? Um, I definitely am. Like, it was one of the more imaginative games in the genre in that regard. Like, they had a lot of popular IPs and even a lot of smaller. Like, they have Wizard of Oz, Ghostbusters, like, all of that in there. Like, it was really fun to see something like that come together. Like, I, I wasn't a huge player, but just seeing the concept of it, like, also the toys... The Toys to Life concept was a lot more fun considering it was actual Legos. Um, uh-huh. I'm not surprised, however, because yeah, the industry has had a history of basically letting anything die that requires additional peripherals or products to be produced. Like that sure. was the that was in the end the problem for both Disney Infinity and for Lego Dimensions. Like Disney Infinity died because they had to, they produced too much. Like they couldn't sell everything that they produced. And Lego Dimensions basically relied on the production of a lot of special parts. Like a lot of these, um, yeah, what, what, what are you going to call it? Minifigure kits had specially yeah. produced pieces that basically were produced in much smaller quantities than traditional Lego pieces would be. Mm-hmm. So and Lego is notoriously expensive on. as well. Like, it's very expensive to produce and, and then to sell. Definitely, and that's ultimately, like, the downfall. For, that was the downfall for Lego Dimensions. Like, the cost... Yeah, the cost was just too great to keep it running, and whilst I'm mm-hmm. sad to see it go, I definitely understra- understand as a business decision why, the, why this happened. Sure, sure. Uh, Brody, do you think this is the death bell for Toys to Life games? Absolutely. I think the sooner Toys to Life dies, the better we'll all be. <laughs> like, I, I have hated for so long. Like, I, as, as fun as Disney Infinity was, I literally mm. played with the three characters that came with or whatever because I refused to go out and, like, spend $17 or something to, like, play with another character. And yeah. then, you know, $17 for another character. It's just too much of an investment. And second, I just don't want to have that much laying around. Mm. Like, it's just... Ugh, clutter. I don't know. If they release them, like, digitally, maybe. And, like, for cheaper. But... And then I suppose that would cut down on their manufacturing costs. But I guess it defeats the purpose as well. Because you want to have the toys there. But... Yeah. I definitely can't see it clawing back. But didn't some company... at E3 last year, like, uh, announced a, a new Toys to Life thing with, like, ships. Yeah, what was that called? They uh, did. Ca- where, like, Star you can, something? Like, customize your ships and... What did you say it was? Yeah. Called, uh, I thought it might have been Star something, but maybe not. Something, yeah. yeah. I, I wrote up the news piece that on right. that. Like, <laughs> Ubisoft, I think, announced it. Uh, Ubisoft, yeah, that sorry. sounds right. 
That surely that can't happen. be happening anymore. Starlink Battle for Atlas. Starlink. It's called. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Maybe there's a like reason that we haven't bomb. heard about it. That will, if that even comes out, that will absolutely die a fast death. Uh huh. It's sort of this has sort of gone the way of uh, you know Guitar Hero and Rock Band that sort of thing. I don't think yeah. it's like too peripheral intensive. Yeah. Tends to yeah, but uh, I'm, to be a struggle. In, in a, yeah, I guess it's sort of the same. But at least with Guitar Hero, you only had to buy say one peripheral. Like you yeah, bought a guitar. Point. That's it. You don't have to buy tens and tens of extra toys and stuff like that. And it makes me. It's, it's a surprises me in a way that amiibo does so well because it's essentially the same thing mm. but i guess that maybe because it's got nintendo behind it it's a, mm. obviously a more fruitful brand and they're usable in multiple games so it gives them a bit more value for money but mm. yeah starlink go yeah. Starlink. good luck <laughs> i think it's a shame just because i think lego dimensions was genuine like genuinely a really good game um, as I think, you know, Skylanders and, and Disney Infinity were, although I would, I would say not as good as I could mentions, but I guess they just, yeah, they just came at too high a cost to like A for consumers and B for producers. Um, wasn't there a, wasn't there a Back to the Future? Was there a Back to the Future Lego Dimensions? There was, yeah. Oh man. There's, I, I'm sure you can still get these Lego packs out there. Um, but like they just did some really really cool stuff for Lego Dimensions. Um, I'm a little disappointed that people yeah, didn't get it anymore. But then I understand it. it was it was it was not cheap. Um, I would have loved to have got more level packs and character packs than I did, but I just couldn't couldn't realistically justify the the price. Um, I would only get ones yeah. that like particularly appealed to me. Yeah, mm. I would have got Back to the Future for sure. Yeah. I wish I had known about that. I, I, I felt you like I knew, still be but able I'll... to find it. I mean, like I'm just a big Lego fan, so it was just exciting for me to get characters that weren't being produced. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't grow up with Lego really, so right, okay. I, I never got the whole appeal. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's awesome! It's awesome. I'll show you a picture of my uh, Lego collection <laughs> someday. Send me uh, a picture well... of your Star Wars stuff too. I want to see all your Star Wars toys. Oh, geez, yeah. I should really collect all my Star Wars stuff together at some point because, like, I've got lots of. Uh, my mum is a, my mum's awesome, house. right? We've talked about my mum before on the podcast. She's awesome, but like she bought like Shut a up. whole box of like um, I think there were like ninety five sort of Kenner toys. So there was sort of not the like yeah. original wave, um, but some like pretty mm. early sort of Kenner toys that she bought on like a jumble sale. And so my brother and I had like this whole box of Star Wars toys um, from like the mid mid nineties, and uh, and we played. Yes with the hell out of those things um they're all trashed unfortunately because that's what you do when you're a kid you just kind of like yeah you know jam these characters into the cockpit the Millennium falcon and scraping off all the paint and all that um but yeah now i've been collecting like the six inch black series figures and i've got a whole shelf of those and they're awesome speaking Anyhow. of i've, I've got a, uh, just before we get away from star wars toys i've got to ask sure. your advice on something because okay, um, right. i work i work at a storage place like sort of like you know on your storage hunters and all that sort of thing those sort of shows yeah, and um yeah. some people were cleaning out a unit and they left some stuff to go to the rubbish and i started uh, okay. picking through one of the boxes and it was like full of star wars toys and oh, they wow. all like yeah they looked like real old and there was like some darth vader dolls and like a big stormtrooper that like makes noises and talks and stuff uh-huh. and there's like and there's like a bunch of little heads and stuff that open up and like they've got little settings inside them and stuff like that so wow. yeah I, I, don't, I don't know if they're old or new so i was going to take some photos and send them to you because i figure you might know maybe more about them i don't know Maybe, yeah. The best thing to yeah. do is have a look at um, 
the uh, the manufacturer information that they generally sort of like print on like maybe the sole of the foot or like sort of on no, the up inside of the legs or something like that and see if you can uh, um, search for them based off that information. Yeah, eBay. maybe check eBay. For Worth looking into. Stuff. Worth looking into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, sadly, we, we don't have any Lego Dimensions to look forward to. Um, certainly have lots of Star Wars merch to look forward to, which I'm excited for. Um, but something yeah, else really I'm looking forward to. I Maybe. I bought a Porg. <laughs> you bought a Porg? You bought a Porg. I did. Oh, did you buy the animatronic one that, like, it flaps its arms? It, it, yeah, it does. Oh, I want that one <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I, 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 I am all about not. Porgs. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I dread to think how much that was, though. It, it was 70 euros, man. 70 euros? This thing is expensive. What the hell? Like, like my okay. girlfriend 101, I was like, okay. Oh, okay, sure. alright. That's fine. And then I if got myself all, one. If like, it's, it's for the problem. girlfriend, that's justifiable. I, yeah, I don't know if I could justify spending 70 euros on a pork for myself. <laughs> that's you pushing it could, even for my are. standards. You're already Anyhow, looking we it can... up. <laughs> uh, we're all really excited for Porgs, but are we really excited for Metal Gear Survive? It now has a release date. Konami have revealed the metal, uh, the metal that Metal Gear Survive will launch on February 20th in the US uh, and February 22nd in Europe, Medi. Uh, the game is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. It takes place between Grand Zeroes and The Phantom Pain. Uh, it is a survival action-adventure game in an open-world environment. It's supposed to be played in a cooperative multiplayer environment as well. Uh, what do we reckon, Medi? Is this a day one purchase for you? I forgot it existed for a few yeah. months, to be honest. I wish I'd forgotten it existed. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I'm, no. I'm not interested in anything post-Kojima from Konami as a company. Like, I'm not from really From Konami interested. as a company? Yeah, I'm not really interested in... Sporting Konami as a company at this point and also Survive really doesn't look like anything that particularly would interest me about the Metal Gear universe. Like, the, uh-huh. the franchise has always been about stealth for me, like just the mainline solid games. Yeah. And Survive just... I'm not sure who it's for at this point. Yeah, totally agree. Um, what, do we, what do you reckon, Brody? Is it for you? Uh no no I don't think so and and <laughs> when it, when it takes place I'm just reading this thing again like how it takes place between Ground Zeroes and yeah. Five like that matters like the story is nonsense anyone that can look me in the eye and tell me <laughs> you know within like a minute what that game series is about I'll shake your hand because it's just drivel Japanese plot um yeah no but I mean yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what this game's supposed to be. Like, it's got zombies in it. Like, it just seems like it's it's, it's all just they're reaching. I don't know what they're reaching it's for, but they're fiction. trying to do something different. Mm. Is it? Is that what it is? It, it feels like fan fiction. Oh right, I, th- I thought you meant they actually ran with a fan fiction idea just for something <laughs> to do. Um, Might be. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> who knows? But uh, you know, like the start of next year at the moment is looking pretty bare. But I don't think it's bare enough for me to want to get this. I mean, I'll mm. get uh. Because I think they just did the announce date for Dragon Ball Fighters 2, which is January, I think. So I think that'll see me through to whatever, uh, you know, what, what might come out in March or something. Mm. I don't think I need Metal Gear Survive in my life. I think God of yeah, War comes out I in just... March, right? Oh, what was that? Yeah. I think God of War God comes of War out in March. March. 
Ooh. Yeah, way more yeah. excited than that. Um, sure. Yeah, I, like, I've tried, I've tried to sort of, like, get into Metal Gear. Um, to be fair, I've not kind of gone back to the earlier sort of games and, and played those, but I tried... Uh, I played through Grand Zeroes and uh, enjoyed that relatively, um, mainly I guess because it was just kind of short. Uh, but the Phantom Pain, I just I reckon I maybe played it for like twenty to thirty hours, something like that. So like a decent chunk, but I just kind of fell away from it. Like I just wasn't following the story. I agree. Like it's overly complicated. I feel, and there was mm, just kind of too much clutter, gosh. kind of between missions. There was too much sort of traversal of a relatively empty open world or like uh, long sort of load segments inside the helicopter and it just kind of just wasn't for me i have tremendous respect for kojima like uh, the game was beautifully cinematic and he clearly has a very strong artistic vision um i'm excited to see whatever death stranding ends up being uh but yeah i just i couldn't really get excited for that and then this this new survive just looks like totally pointless kind of dabble into the same sort of franchise that I'm not particularly passionate of anyway, so I'm with you guys. Not so keen for it. God yeah. of War, though. Excited for God of War. Oh, man. My kind of game, that is. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 119 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice. Just search the Startcast. Uh, follow Press Start on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at PressStartAU, as well as visiting the site, of course, at pressstart.com.au. Uh, you can join the conversation by using the tw- hashtag, hashtag the Startcast, or tweeting us at PressStartAU. Until next time, I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxborough. And joining us today was Brody. Yeah, thanks. Hey, uh, man, are we skipping what the wiki? What's going on here? Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, shoot. Sorry. Good ca- shout. I had prepared what the wiki. Yeah. I just omitted it oh, from my notes. I was like, I thought we might have been running long and you're like just Thanks. skipping no, it. I was like, Brody, man. you're a fantastic co-host. Let's turn this ship right around. What the wiki? Let's, uh, let's turn this baby around. <laughs> Back it up on the brakes. Uh, so what the wiki, uh, if you uh, are new to it or just need a reminder, is uh, the show that we play here on the Startcast where I read part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game and you, the contestants, must guess the game. It's the best two out of three that takes home the point for the round. Uh, now, let me bring up the scores because I have got this all tidied up now. Um, I once believe again, Matthew Zamari is on six. He is, yeah. He stretched out that lead. Um, and who can we thank for these scores? Well, I'm just loading that at the moment. I'm forgetting his name, but I, believe, I have it. I believe right his name is Jamie. Here. Jamie, yes. Uh, I want to get his. Yeah, so Jamie over on Twitter at Jamie Penning, I think it is. So it's P E double N I N G H. Massive shout out to him once again for uh, helping me recap all the scores. Um, I had I had lost track of them again, so I worked off his and went back through the most recent episodes to tidy up the scores. <laughs> so I believe that's all up to date now. So I can bring you the list. Um, so Matt is in the lead with six points. Brody, you're on four, so you, an opportunity to Ooh. close the gap here. Uh, Shannon on three, Jake on two, and then Stephen Camilla tied in fifth place on one point. Uh, Medi, I am yet to register a score for you, so you have a chance to jump on the board here. Is that, nice. Does that sound right? Uh, I think I've only played like two or three uh, two or three times. Like the, the past year, I haven't been on. Last yeah, podcast. this is yeah season season two we're in now. So uh, yeah. post episode one hundred. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So, well, let's get so, stuck sounds into like it. Jamie's all over it. Jamie is all over it. What a champion! I love that He's uh, the real he did MVP. tweet. Jake said that we needed to like frame a picture of him 
and like stick it in yeah. like the in our houses or like the Presto offices or whatever. And he has twi- has in fact tweeted us an image of him. So I want to organize that. We got to make that happen. Uh, anyhow, let's go into game number one. Similar to its predecessor, the game is a first-person shooter game that incorporates role-playing and massively multiplayer online game elements. Brody. Oh, oh hang on. Are we doing games? Uh, yeah, not characters? Games. No, not okay. characters. Uh, no, no. They are games. Destiny 2? It is Destiny 2. Well done. Yeah, well boy. done. I'm impressed you managed to get that from, from just uh, that first sentence. Man, I've put like... 120 hours into Destiny 2 already, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know so. what you're talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with what it is. Brody yeah. is off the mark. Well done. Well done. Uh, I chose that because uh, it's come to PC now. So uh, if you are been hanging out, pick it up. Uh, it's fun. Okay, man, I like so. Destiny 2. Alright, game number two. The game is a 1996 platform video game developed and published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. It is the first game in the franchise game to utilize... It, sorry, it is the first game in Brody? the franchise... Brody? Super Mario 64? It is Super Mario 64! Well done! Sweet. How, what was the end of that sentence going to be? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just picked it based off a 1996 game published by Nintendo for the 64. Nintendo platform so, game. How do you manage always to know the answer about 0.5 seconds before it crosses my mind? <laughs> He's always. He is proving himself to be a true contender to Matt. I don't. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I just. I just need to get on more. I just need to get on more. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like you seem to be more on the ball than Matt is. I hope he doesn't hear me say that. Nobody repeat that. <laughs> he won't like that. He won't like that I at think all. Matt's Matt like Matt's great because he's on the on the cast all the time. He uh, responds to my my messages. I appreciate him for that. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the fire alarm in my. <laughs> In my room. Are you safe, Ewan? I think it's just test day. Let's see if it goes off. It should turn off. This is our problem. Fire safety. Okay. Yeah, that's not turning off. I think I might have to go. Alright. All right, Should see we you later, guys. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> That'll, and we're just going to have to wrap it up here, I think. All right, see you later. Yeah. Stay right. tuned for the next episode <laughs> of whether you and will be Until okay. next time, thanks for tuning in. Happy gaming. Later, Bye. people. <laughs>Hey guys, it's Ewan here. Sorry about the chaotic end to that podcast. Uh, That was the fire alarm in my building. They had to evacuate us, but I'm okay. It was just a drill. Uh, But thanks for sticking around to the uh, end of the podcast to hear if I was okay or not. That means a lot to me. Um, But yeah, sorry that was so chaotic. We didn't even get to to pimp out uh, Medi's socials. You can go and follow him at medsatnan over on Twitter. Um... What else did I miss from the end of the podcast? I can't remember now. But hey, it doesn't matter. We'll be back next week. You can hear all the... Oh, wait. Yeah, PAX. I was going to shout out PAX. We're going to be at PAX on Friday night. Um, if you're around at PAX at 9.30, head along to the Glar Theatre. We're all going to be hanging out, playing some games. Got some giveaways planned. It's going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, until next time, happy gaming. We'll see you next week. Cheerio!